my best. Who made that man a gunner? I did, sir. He's my cousin. Who is he? He's an asshole, sir. I know that. What's his name? That is his name, sir. Asshole. Major asshole. And his cousin? He's an asshole, too, sir. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Coriander and Killian. Now we're going to the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> it's like good going stuff. back home. Yeah, it is good oh, stuff, right? So um, obviously, we're going to be doing our top ten comedy movies from the nineteen eighties. What a decade! So many great movies. This is going to be a lot of fun. It, it's always fun talking about these movies because it brings brings back so many memories. Um, Real quick, let's see what we have in the chat. Uh, we've got Gorfobe. Gorfobe's in the chat saying, hey. Hello. What's going, hey. On? What's going on, man? Very, very cool. Uh, we got Fred in the chat saying, what would you maniacs like to do first? <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So real quick, like we always do, just doing a, a quick take on the 80s, especially when we compare it to what we did last week with the 70s. I'll start with you, Coriander. What do 80s comedies mean to you? What do they represent? Oh, man, it reminds me of, like we always say, childhood, uh, you know, watching these movies with your family. And yeah, I mean, laughing your ass off. These are some great movies. Right? How about you, Kill? Man, you, you know, it, it, as good as the 70s was for comedy, I think the 80s was even better because you had some of those great comedians from the 70s now blended with the, the up-and-comers of the 80s. And, I mean, you just had iconic comedy movies in the 80s. I mean, yeah. that still stand the test of time. Uh, and, and like Coriander said, I also think of like chi our childhood and sneaking to, to listen to some of the stuff and, and ho hoping mom and dad were like, all right, it's just a comedy. It shouldn't be any violence or nudity. And then, you know, being surprised when there is violence or nudity. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, that is very true, man. We probably watched a lot of comedies that we shouldn't have. I guess that's how it always is for each generation. Uh, Fred was saying, I think that the 80s represent the teen era movies that were directed by the late, great John Hughes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mm. John Hughes and his movies were a huge part of the culture of the 80s and, and for us growing up um, from that generation. But for me, the 80s, you know, I agree with what you guys have said. I mean, the 80s was such an interesting decade because where... The 70s comedies obviously were great. There were some great movies and, and great comedians. But I think that the 80s really opened up so much because as you'll see in our list, some of these movies kind of bleed into other genres. You know, mm -hmm. it may not be just straight comedy. It bleeds into other things, whether it be sci-fi or fantasy or even maybe a little horror. And I think the 80s was such a great breeding ground for creativity and imagination and a lot of these movies that we're going to talk about they illustrate that tenfold you know uh real quick too in the chat uh we got cindy moon in the chat saying john candy ruled the 80s he did yeah <laughs> the late great um, mm -hmm. I, I love john candy and all of his movies so anyways uh we're going to get finished getting set up and give uh, people a chance to jump into the chat if they choose to do so so for you guys already in the chat for you guys watching the replay, sit back, relax, because you know what time it is. Okay, so she's a dog. It's Gozer. I thought Gozer was a man. Whatever it wants to be. Well, whatever it is, it's got to get by us. Right. Go get her, Ray! 
Gozer the Gozerian? Good evening. I order you to cease any and all supernatural activity and return forthwith to your place of origin or to the nearest convenient parallel dimension. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Are you a god? No. Then... my word hey yeah 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 dead or alive consider this home no killing the vibe in the night watch zone see no more hype when the lights come on hit like and subscribe and the show might blow go viral no covid it's a spiral emotions hand on the bible only go sign on the dopest of vitals better tune in yeah you know it's vital from schwarzenegger to kane hotter Corey g down to harry potter shit's a gorny weaver love the night watch zone come with me to the night watch zone Okay, all right, let's get down to brass tacks. Uh, we're gonna do this the same way that we always do. Um, round robin style, we'll start with you, Kill, and then Coriander, and then me. So let me get us set up here. We're gonna start from number 10, man. Okay. All right, what do we got? So, you know, like earlier, I was talking about how this decade blended the, the old and the new. And speaking of the new in the 80s, this is the guy that you know did a little movie and then had a show called In Living Color, and uh, I'm talking about Keenan Ivory Wayne's. So I'm talking about my number ten. I'm gonna get you, sucker. <laughs> and look, this movie is, is is you know just like some of the ones from the '70s. Anytime it's on, I have to stop and watch it because it has so much of that visual humor that you know i loved in in movies like airplane or naked gun and the mm -hmm. cast that you have in here i mean bernie casey isaac hayes you know keen and ivory waynes david waynes uh, damian waynes you know it was it was a who's who in here and on top of it like you were saying with comedies in the 80s blending action <laughs> and and horror this movie is a pretty good action movie as well right <laughs> uh, and and this was one of those movies i was talking about night where maybe we shouldn't have been watching this with our parents because it has right? violence nudity you know comedy language but it is hilarious yeah. guys if for some reason you've never seen this movie or if you were ever a fan of in living color it's so many alumni from yes. a living living color in this it, it it's a funny movie and it's just just it, it, it's just awesome so check it out so my number 10 i'm gonna get you sucker great all right man <laughs> okay all right coriander so what do we have for your number 10 so i have nine to five yeah, yeah you, you have yeah you had jane fonda lily tomlin dolly parton i mean they worked for a sleazy boss and yeah it <laughs> shit goes yeah, down do. and yeah, I mean, these three ladies together, they had great chemistry and funny movie. Yeah. Yeah, they really did have good chemistry. I remember, and Kill, I don't know if you remember this, but when we were kids and, and mom and dad were watching this, and uh, that's the one thing that struck me too. Of course, I was a big fan of Lily Tomlin anyways from the old old days on SNL and stuff like that. So as soon as I saw her in it, I was like, okay, this is going to be good. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it was a good movie. And uh, yeah. Dabney Coleman got his comeuppance in this movie. So, yes. all right. He really did. I mean, the, that scene yeah, that I was showing where they tied him up and they made him watch soap operas in days yes. of our lives. Like, oh, man. Yes. But, and um, like this. Yeah. Yeah. There was some good stuff in it. Uh, yeah. Or was saying, hell yeah, nine to five. Grew up on that one. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, Fred was saying, the movie horrible bosses is like a male version of nine to five yes yeah right. yeah it's it true it is true it is very very true all right so for me you know these movies again like you were saying kill these movies it, it's so much memory and, and, and good good vibes and stuff that they always bring up in my mind so when i was trying to put this list together it was a challenge it really was but 
I can't forget my boy. This is one of my favorite guys in comedies. And growing up, he was just always, I, I always get a smile when I watch him. I got to talk about my man, Leslie Nielsen. I'm going with The Naked Gun. Nice. And look, man, you know, people people know what this movie is about. Leslie Nielsen <laughs> just doing his best. And it was so funny. So many gags, so many funny moments. And it's funny because Leslie Nielsen originally wasn't a comedic actor. He morphed into that in, you know, the later part of his career. And it's so mm -hmm. funny because he is so good. His timing, <laughs> the, the deadpan faces and everything. But this movie... Um, had a lot of great people in it and kill you know who was in this movie our boy mm -hmm. ricardo montalban yeah anytime, he was anytime you got ricardo montalban in your movie you've already upgraded uh, but <laughs> it was just a fun movie everyone in it Pris priscilla presley was funny in it uh you even had oj simpson in it uh you know pre-controversy and everything so but um, this was a good movie. If you have not seen The Naked Gun, you've got to watch it. It's awesome. All right. Let's head to number nine. All right. Okay. Go. So for my number nine, I have Coming to America. Ooh. So, uh, you know, talk about people who just ruled the 90s, uh, the 80s. I mean, Eddie Murphy was on fire. Yeah. And I absolutely love this movie, you know, and, and I love all these <laughs> right? movies, but, but they, they have to go somewhere on the list. Right. And uh, I mean, this movie also is like a who's who of comedians in there. You even have a very, very young Samuel Jackson. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, playing a yeah, he's robbing the joint. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this movie is amazing. Uh, they just recently made a sequel. Uh, it's an Amazon Prime movie. It was not bad. It was not bad. Uh, but it's not this. This is that original awesome stuff. Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones. Mm -hmm. Man, is it, it, it? come on. It's an amazing movie. If for some reason you have not seen the original Coming to America, or if you're an Eddie Murphy fan and for some reason this slipped through the cracks, mm -hmm. definitely check it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, real quick in the chat, uh, let's see. Slasher Fred was saying, I like Leslie Nielsen in Airplane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you mm -hmm. did. And we got Biffers in the chat saying, hey, gang, what's up? Hey. What are you doing? All right. And I think we got one more comment here. Gore was saying, Dabney Coleman was also fantastic in Modern Problems with Chevy Chase. Yeah, he was. Mm -hmm. That was a good one, too, man. This is so many great comedies. It's not even funny. All right. Yeah. Coriander, what do we have for your number nine? So I have Mr. Mom. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Michael Keaton, Terry Gar. Yeah. I mean, this movie is so funny. You got a dad who gets laid off and he switches his roles with his wife and she, you know, returns to work. And yeah, it's it's funny. Mm -hmm. The stuff that he does. <laughs> yeah. And he just does it with that Michael Keaton face, man. I love Michael Keaton. Yeah. Same. <laughs> and there's Martin Mull. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. the, the other thing that was great about these comedies, and I know that happens in every decade, but maybe it's because this is when we were growing up. But you saw certain people in certain movies, you know, you'd see them more than once or twice, you know. Yeah. That kinda, that was cool, too. You know, very, very cool. All right, let's see. Uh, we got Dan, Mr. Dan, and horror in chat saying just watched an old thriller episode with serious Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, nice. serious <laughs> Leslie Nielsen was great too, man. It's just funny how he was able to transition. He could do both. Yeah, yeah. he could be a wicked dick, and he could be yeah, a funny yeah. Frank Drebin. You know. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, so for my number nine, you know, we're gonna continue. And I don't want to give anything away, but there's two uh, things that we talked about in the 70s episode. And we're going to continue those those two paths, two different movies and, 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 you know, whatever. But you guys will get the point. But comedy duos is a special thing. And mm. I think especially me and Kill talked a lot about a specific comedy duo. And you did too, Coriander, that we've always enjoyed two legends 
And that, of course, is Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. They were just yeah. amazing. My number mm-hmm. nine is the great Stir Crazy. Nice. And, you know, again, what more can we say about these two <laughs> legends of the genre? They're just fantastic together, man. You know, and like yes. I said, we, we were very lucky to have them in uh, four or five movies together. Um, yeah. the, the selfish part about it is I wish we could have had them in more. They were just mm-hmm. amazing together. But um, yeah. in that movie, it was so funny. And look who they're playing cards with, Kill. Yeah. <laughs> from, from the running man, Dynamo. Uh-huh. You know? So, you know, again. Yeah, this you know, movie yeah, was great. It was, man. And you've got a, a pre-Poltergeist Joe Beth in the movie. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it was a great movie. It was funny as hell. I just remember watching this movie on those Sunday afternoons in the living room with my dad sitting on the couch. And it's like on CBS. And I'm just watching this movie that I probably was too young to watch, but I enjoyed it anyways. So that's my number nine, Stir Crazy. Okay, let's see what else we got going on. Cindy Moon saying the best duo. Yeah. Yeah. They they were so great together, man. They really were. Uh, Gorephobe was saying Leslie Nielsen is a one in a million and Khan Ricardo Montalban is legendary. Yes, <laughs> it's true enough, man. You know what we're talking about. Okay. So let's head to our next number eight. So what do we got, Kill? Okay, so this director was tearing it up in the in the seventies, and he continued in the eighties. I mean, come on, the 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 genius of Mel Brooks knows not only one decade. Right. So my number eight is History of the World Part One. Yeah. And, and look, <laughs> once again, like Mel just calls in all of his his his, his favorite players yes. and, and, and comedic actors to come in and just have fun with history, poke fun at it. Also, look at the morality of it. I mean, and just make fun of it. <laughs> Everything. And and what I really liked about this one, even more than some of his stuff in the 70s, Mel was in it even more. Right. You know, he was yeah. in it a lot. <laughs> you know, I mean, sort of like what you also saw with Spaceballs. Um, and I mean, essentially, uh, one of the scenes that just always sticks out in my mind is with Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines is in there and... <laughs> <laughs> and he's just he, he, he if if you guys don't know Gregory Hines rest in peace great tap dancer and he's just mm-hmm. in there he's doing a tap dance and they're all looking at him like what is this brown man doing <laughs> you know <laughs> and, and, and it's just hilarious uh you know once again and I think I said it before as far as Mel Brooks and his repertoire of movies his his back catalog check it out I mean, yes. you know, like to me, you know, Mel Brooks is just like any other director that like, you know, the Quentin Tarantino's or, you know, you, you want to see see all their stuff and just devour it. And I truly feel Mel Brooks was way ahead of his time with some of the satire and making fun at us and history yeah. and just the life itself. Commentary. Yeah, the social commentary is in there, you know, and it's just hilarious. So my, my my number eight, History of the World Part One. Check it out. You will not be, yeah. You, know, <laughs> you 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 will be satisfied definitely. Absolutely. Okay. And Coriander, what do we have for your number eight? So I have Porkies. Yeah, you do. <laughs> See, and this is a kid. I mean, shit. This is one. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have watched when I was a kid, but yeah, right? I did, and. Yeah, it takes place in 1954. You got a group of high school guys that are helping a friend lose his virginity. And yeah, it just leads to them, you know, going to a nightclub and shit goes down. And yeah. <laughs> and just like and just like we talked about, you got a young Kim Cattrall. Yeah, and, you do. And, and we will see her again in, in some of our favorite movies. So it just... It was just a cool ass decade, man. It really was. It was a lot of good stuff, man. All right, yeah. let's see. Um, Gorefolk was saying Leslie did a night gallery episode too. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and Mel Brooks is one of those that his catalog of classics seems endless. He right. Was so ta- he was just so talented. He really was. 
you know, and also a producer of a lot of great movies, and not just in comedy. You know, he helped produce The Fly with uh, Jeff Goldblum, and it was like, mm-hmm. what? Mel Brooks? Like, yeah, he was talented, nice. a filmmaker. All right, so for my number eight, and again, this movie, and and now that I'm about to say it, this movie has so many comedic legends in it that it's almost it almost doesn't even seem right. And there's some of my favorite comedians in this movie. I used to love watching it anytime it was on TV. It's a classic. You guys know it is. I'm talking about Caddyshack. <laughs> nice. I mean, look, man. Right there, man. If you got four legends, you know what I mean? You get Ted Knight. Yeah. You got Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, Rodney Dangerfield. I mean, come on, man. You can't lose. This movie was hilarious. It really was. Bill Murray doing his his best crazy guy and when bill murray unleashes like this there's no telling where it's gonna go it really it really is he was fantastic in this movie but then you also have and coriander knows this too just like you kill chevy chase is my boy at any time chevy chase can be featured in a movie or obviously the movies that were his as a starring vehicle I just love those movies and to have him and Bill Murray in the same movie together that was just magic I love this movie so much mm-hmm. very good movie alright so that's my number 8 Caddyshack alright we're gonna go to number 7 alright man what do you got man br- bring it right back up <laughs> my number seven is caddyshack uh great minds think alike man uh you, you kind of said it all night uh but chevy chase and i swear his dialogue i don't know if he just ad-libbed most of that but his humor and how quick and witty he is yeah. you know <laughs> you know like, like one scene that i always you know, remember is he's 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 playing around a golf golf and he's talking to his, his caddy and he's like so 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 how's it going with you oh okay well keep on doing that <laughs> you know, so, you know I, I forget all of the dialogue but it's yeah. just how quick the banter and how effortless it was yes and <laughs> do you do you like pot john it was just so effortless chevy chase yeah. is another comedian that the 80s i mean whether it was like you know or, or late 70s whether it was like the fletch movies or nothing yeah. but trouble or yeah. this i mean or, or definitely all the national lampoons vacations his humor is just so spot on and seamless it's masterful you know just yeah. caddyshack if you have not seen caddyshack what are you doing with your life go right. check it out it's amazing Absolutely, man yeah uh, Fred was saying uh, Mel Brooks was also the producer for The Elephant Man. Yep, he was, man. Yes. He, he just, he was, yeah, he really was. Uh, Gore saying, nice fact on Mel Brooks night. I didn't know that one about the fly. Yeah, man, he he really was a very diverse filmmaker. He really was, you know, producing, directing, being in the movie. And not many people ever talk about that, but he has fantastic comedian comedian timing i mean he is so funny and you see that in his movies when he's in them so all right so coriander what do you have for your number seven stir crazy (laughs) yeah you do yeah these guys oh my god this is like the funniest movie i mean from the time they're in jail up until when they're in the uh what were they they were like riding horses yeah rodeo rodeo. oh my god it yeah it's just such a funny movie and yeah these guys together they were great they really were were. yeah yeah i mean at some point at some point we'll have to do an episode and really get deeper on on those guys because i think that it was a special thing you know it really really yeah yeah definitely all right uh, so for me, for for my number seven, again, saying this out loud, it makes me think, how could I not have this higher? This movie, and it became a franchise. This movie, I probably watched this movie so many times. I remember in school, we would be talking about this movie. We'd be doing the quotes. We'd uh, it just it was just a fantastic movie, and it spawned a huge franchise. Um, and many of the other sequels were very good too. I'm talking about my man Steve Gutenberg. 
in Police Academy. <laughs> and man, this movie was just so funny. Everybody in this movie was just on point. Michael Winslow was a I love the dude with the sound effects. He was a treasure. Yes. And everybody was so good in this movie. <laughs> um, and again, Gutenberg, man, he was just awesome. Again, you got Kim Cattrall. You know, it's like you can see the through lines of this movie. You got your boy, your boy kill, Tackleberry. <laughs> this, movie, this movie was so freaking funny. It really, really was. I enjoyed it so much. And it was a movie that I was at a certain age where I was able to watch it and then go to school and we talked about it. We would make, make fun of the scenes and imitate the scenes and all that. So it was a great movie. I really, really enjoyed it. So Police Academy is my number seven. All right, let's move on. Let's see what we got here. So we're going to be going to number six. All right, Kill, what do we have for your number six? So for my number six, I have the power of the swords. I have <laughs> space balls. All right, nice. So once again. You know, uh, um, another Mel Brooks joint, Rick Moranis, Mel Brooks. And once again, uh, just a jam-packed cast of comedians, John Candy. I mean, you you name it. Uh, what What's better to spoof one of the biggest movies of all time? You right. know, and and who to do it better than Mel Brooks? Okay, right. you're, spoof, you're spoofing Star Wars. And, and please quote me if I'm wrong on this. George Lucas loved this movie. Yes. yes. I remember hearing that that he was like, dude, do it. Like this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And and I remember, you know, me and Knight were huge and, and still are huge Star Wars fans. And then to see this, it was like, oh man, it's like a funnier version of Star Wars. Yeah. You know, so you know, this movie once again, awesome. Rick Moranis you know doing his his best uh darth vader <laughs> with the, gi <laughs> yeah. the gigantic helmet you know and you showed the clip earlier like what's his name oh he's an asshole you know, i'm surrounded by assholes i mean just clever clever writing yeah. so once again if please check out mel brooks and his movies he is he is just a talented talented director and great yes. comedic timing yeah space balls for number six absolutely man and and dan in the chat was also mentioning the john hurt cameo which was <laughs> shout out to john hurt man that was a funny scene man hello my baby hello my da okay so <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let me just get this situated all right so coriander <laughs> what do you have for your number six so I have naked guns. All right, let me just get that yeah. changed up here. We're this all over is... the place with our numbers. All right, <laughs> naked guns. Yeah, funny movie. Like mm -hmm. you said, Leslie Nielsen, Priscilla Presley, yeah, O.J. Simpson before, yeah, his yeah. shit, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was such a fan of his too, O.J., and I loved him in right. this movie. And it was mm -hmm. such a bummer, but yeah, I mean, it's still a great movie. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, real quick, too, in the chat, Gore was saying Spaceballs, arguably the most popular, well-known, and quoted movie parody of all time. That's a good point. <laughs> right. Yeah, That's a very good point, man. Because <laughs> we, and again, that was another one in school that we always, always were quoting and talking about. So. I can, I can agree with that. All right, so for my number four, well, I guess great minds do think alike because I also chose the great Mel Brooks, Spaceballs. Nice. So, look, man, I mean, what more can you say about this movie? It was just, everything about it was just spot on. It was funny. It was, it had, you know, just great quotes. But it also was a, a pretty cool sci-fi movie too in and of itself like a cheesy sci-fi movie so it had everything you'd want in this movie everybody was on point um bill pullman too man and give a shout out to bill pullman because you know you don't usually think of him as a funny actor 
but he has great comedic timing as well and obviously mel brooks knew that because that's why he was put into the movie so i love this movie it's a great one space balls is my number six all right all right let me just switch this up here okay kill what do we have for your number five okay so once again i love all these movies but some you know things have to go in in a place uh i have watched this movie so many times (laughs) know it line by line once again talking about a movie with a great ensemble cast i am talking about the great ghostbusters yeah so, boy so look i love <laughs> i love comedy i love science fiction and i love horror and this movie has all three combined mm-hmm. and and action <laughs> hell it's got four things combined right. the chemistry between these four actors yes is it, it, just utterly amazing like to have these four actors who you know could have just headlined the movie for the most part on on, on their own even Ernie Hudson. Let's us not forget yeah. about Ernie, okay? He is yeah. not the weak, weak link. There is no weak link. All right? All these guys had great comedic timing. You know, of course, Bill Murray kind of being the the more of the protagonist standout. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, Dan Aykroyd, another great act, uh, comedic actor that just tore it up in the 80s. Yes. This movie, and, you know, and, mm-hmm. and then we cannot forget a very beautiful young Sigourney Weaver. That's my girl respect. doing her thing. Much respect. You are the goat. So you know, and Rick Moranis was in here. I mean, just yes. so many people. Annie Potts. Just, it, just everybody's in here, and it's just mm-hmm. everyone was just on, just firing on all cylinders, no matter how big or small their part was. Yeah. Um, great movie. We don't really talk about the sequel too much here, you know. We don't worry about that. <laughs> but this, this, this one, the original, is amazing, and it still holds up today. Yeah, Ghostbusters number five. Absolutely, man. I agree. All right, so Coriander, what do we have for your number five? So I have the toy. Yeah, uh-huh. you do. All right. Yeah, Richard yeah. Pryor again, and. Jackie Gleason and Ned Baby and Scott Schwartz and yeah I mean this is a great movie prior I mean he was so good in it Uh, he played a reporter who like ends up you know becoming like a toy to this boy but yeah I mean they get you know form this special bond and the stuff that he teaches this kid it's it's great it's a heartwarming funny you know movie it's great yeah and i'm glad you said heartwarming because uh again shout out you know we talked um about the late great richard donner uh, a few weeks ago by the way if you guys have not seen the tribute to richard donner please check it out it was really fun to do and and very uh, very emotional we also talked about him in our uh, omen episode but Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said heartwarming because, you know, there were those moments in this movie, like when Richard Pryor was saying to the kid, you know, you, you don't buy friends, you know, yeah. you, you, earn, you earn them and, and stuff like that. And again, uh, like Kill was talking about with Mel Brooks, Richard Donner, God, man, what a filmography. I mean, talk about genre jumping, the toy, the omen, the goonies, lethal weapon. And I just wanted to take a moment to kind of jump back on that because... A lot of great movies, a lot of great movies, and of course Superman as well. Uh, but the toy was awesome, and I remember watching it as a kid and enjoying it. So good, yeah. good choice, good choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, in the chat, Biffer saying the toy, and we've got Brian in the chat saying, "Hey, hello, how's hey, it how's it going? Nice to see you, Brian." Um, saying uh ernie hudson has had a great career too bad more people don't recognize him as much he's a well-rounded actor i agree i agree yes absolutely absolutely uh and fred was saying one of the classic comedy movies i like is the princess bride i love the line inconceivable by the great comedian wallace sean yeah it was a great movie it really really was um very much so and also for you guys in the chat, just as a reminder, please give this video a like as we are halfway through here 
unbelievable we're burning through this all right <laughs> so my number five this is a movie and i remember seeing this as a kid all the hype around it uh killian knows this it was just a phenomenon great minds do think alike and for my number five i have to have this movie on my list ghostbusters look man this movie was just so funny it was so good so funny and i mean just look at these guys they're just they were just at at the peak of their powers their comedic powers and of course as we talked about ernie hudson as well so many great lines i love the i love the first time they see the ghosts and bill murray gets slimed and dan Aykroyd's running to find him and he's like he's slimed me it's, you know it's slimed me just so funny so many funny moments and um it's a movie that i'll never forget and of course the new trailer for uh, ghostbusters afterlife just came out uh the other week and it looks okay you know um but it's hard to beat this movie because it was literally it was literally a perfect movie guys it really was there's nothing about this movie that i didn't like the effects were amazing I mean, you're talking about 1984 and i thought the effects were amazing and of course yeah the stay puff marshmallow man i mean come on <laughs> that makes all the difference in the world so my number <laughs> five is ghostbusters all right guys let's head to number four okay kill what do we got for your number four so for my number four i have national lampoon's vacation <laughs> wally 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 world <laughs> so look once once again i'm on that chevy stank chevy chase <laughs> look he, 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 he just wants to take his family on a on a road trip vacation you know i mean the griswolds doing it up doing it big and who here hasn't been in a, their car going either to an amusement park or vacation with their parents and it starts off fine you're all optimistic and then halfway through or you start to get irritated by one another you know your older brother's being a punk ass your sister's <laughs> being a punk or whatever right. you know you're agitated you're tired you just want to get to your destination right. and this movie once again, I mean, you had so many other great comedians that were in this movie. I mean, John Candy was in it, yeah. Chevy Chase, and you know, it, it, and it's a road movie. You know, it's it's it it's, it's 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 simplistic in its format, trying to get from point A to point B, and great scenes like this, drinking the beer <laughs> with the son. He gets the he gets the beer can back, and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, like, and once again, you know, and I'm not going to talk too long on this because I have a feeling it might be up here again. Chevy Chase with his comedic timing and his body language and his facial expressions. Yes. You can't teach that. That right. that man, That's that man point. is a master. So That's a good point. Very good point. Yeah, he's naturally just a funny ass person. He really is. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Okay. All right, Coriander. So what do we have for your number four? Fast Times at Richmond High. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've watched this movie, I don't know how many times, you know, when I was young. Yeah. Right. Sean Penn, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, you had Judge Reinhold, of course, Phoebe Cates, Nicholas Cage. Right? And yeah. It's all about high school and sex, drugs, and rock and roll. So, yeah. It's a great movie. The 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the 80s, man. All right. Too funny. All right. Nice. Let's just switch this up here. Let's see. Uh, and I'll catch up in the chat. Uh, Gore was saying, uh, regardless of what his reputation is now, Chevy was my favorite comedic actor of the 80s, hands down. Yeah, man. I mean, there's no doubt. He, I think Kill said it. He was just so damn good in the 80s. You know, he really, I mean, as far as the string of movies that he was in, they were just so fantastic. It was crazy. All right. So my number four. Now, this was a movie, another one of these movies that I really enjoyed to the point where we talked about it in school so much. And this actor 
ruled the 80s. I mean, when you talk about comedy, this this actor ruled the 80s. I, I don't think anyone can really um, say anything against that or disagree. And this, for a long time, was one of my favorite movies that he did. Probably my favorite. I can't tell you how many times we talked about it in school, quoted it, and just had so much fun with it. I'm talking about Eddie Murphy and Coming to America. Look, man, the fact that him and Arsenio played like five, five or six different characters, and they were all individually funny on their own, that alone is just awesome. I mean, they were playing characters and it was just, you you actually believed it was someone else. You know what I mean? Directed by the great John Landis Coriander from American Werewolf fame. I mean, yeah. and, you know, and, and you know who he's going to bring in to do makeup. He's going to bring in Rick Baker. And Rick right. Baker, again, just fantastic stuff. When Eddie Murphy was dressed up as the old Jewish guy, I swear to God, the first time I watched this movie, I did not know that was Eddie. It just kind of flew over me because Eddie was so committed to the role and just his yeah. mannerisms and what he was able to do. Fantastic movie. Um, Arsenio as well. Arsenio had so many great moments and um, he's a legend in his own right. I, I really miss those two together because they just had a fantastic chemistry. They really, really did. So had to have this on my list. And it's at number four, coming to America. All right, we're gonna get to number three and I'm gonna just catch up in the chat here. Uh, we got Apollo, Apollo is in the chat saying planes, trains and automobiles is the greatest comedy of all time. I do love that one. I really, really do. Mm -hmm. That's the good I really, one. I really, really do. John Candy again, man. Uh, we got Brian saying Beetlejuice is a good 80s comedy film. It sure is. And yeah. We have talked about Beetlejuice. By the way, if you guys have not seen that episode, please check out our Beetlejuice episode. It was a great review and celebration. Uh, Brian mm -hmm. also saying, I love Naked Gun. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Gore in the chat. She's your queen to be. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Gore. <laughs> and we got Dan. He beat Joe Lewis's ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brian saying Airplane is another one of my favorite 80s comedy films. I hear you, Dan. I yeah. hear you. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So, where are we at here? Number three. Okay. What do we got, man? What do we got? Okay. So, for me. I have to agree with, uh, I, I believe, Unite. And my number three is Police Academy. Yeah. Steve Gutenberg. I mean, just yes. hilarious in this. Uh, you know, and, and like you said, Knight, you know, I'm not going to talk too much on it. Spawned a franchise. Yes. And just so many classic characters, once again, blending comedy with action. Comedy mm -hmm. with police action. Like, just, just visual crazy comedy slapstick comedy raunchy comedy with action like this movie is <laughs> yeah you know he's he's up to no good you know right. god he was so funny back then uh, oh yeah man so yeah one once again police academy you know this is the precursor to you know reno 911 and all of that stuff yes. they, they, they 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 got it from here stick with that original stank Yes. Police Academy for number three. Yes. And also, shout out, uh, you know, rest in peace uh, to Bubba Smith, who. Um, oh, yeah, Bubba uh, Smith. A, a native of. High Tower. High Tower, a native of Maryland. So shout out to him because he was so good in these movies. He really, really was. I enjoyed him. Good call, man. Good call. All right. Real quick before I get to you, Coriander. Uh, <laughs> Apollo saying, yo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brian saying, you're going to school now, mister. <laughs> yes. You guys, it's so funny. You guys could come up with a whole bunch of these quotes. Uh, Apollo was saying, uh, love Brewster's Millions. Yes, that was another mm. great Richard Fryer movie. Yeah. Absolutely. No doubt about that. All right. I think I'm all caught up with you guys. All right. So, Coriander, what do we have for your number three? Caddyshack. All right. Yeah, you do. Right. Yeah, I mean, what you guys, well, I know, Knight, you talked about this um, 
and yeah, what can you say about this movie? Chevy Chase and you know, so many other great ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a yeah. great movie. It's funny and yeah. I mean, this is one I've seen. These last three movies for me are ones that I, I've seen so much and even like to this day, I'll still watch them if they're on because yeah, it, I just like them so much. Absolutely, it was just a funny ass movie, man. I love, I love Ted Knight in that movie too, man. He was so funny. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. So this, all right. This is where it gets. This is where it got a little, little tight. And again, these movies, these are all movies I love so much, and I've seen these movies so many times. And to do a list, it's it's challenging. Would, would, would you guys agree with that? When we do these top tens, and we've done a lot of yeah. them, but. It's really challenging to put a especially list together. With, yeah, especially with just 10 because there's movies that obviously can't make it on the list because you only have 10 to pick. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's challenging, but you've got to put movies somewhere. So this is a movie I absolutely love. And um, I think it was me and you, Coriander, we did an episode on it, and it was so much fun to revisit this classic. And we're going to redo that episode, of course. But again... We're saying that name again, Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase, a master. I loved Chevy Chase in so many of these movies that he did. I'm talking about National Lampoon's Vacation. This is a movie, and 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 I don't want to. I'm not trying to jump ahead, but this is a movie that I literally could watch over and over and over again, and it just does not seem to get old. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've watched this movie and it just doesn't get old mm-hmm. to me. It's so funny. So many great moments. Like you were saying, Kill, the the timing, the look. I mean, this scene right here, this could easily be a scene that kind of is just a throwaway scene. But the look that he gives to the salesman and, and, and just the body language that he gives to Russ when he's talking to him. And it's just like, it's just comedic gold. Everybody else in this movie was great too. We didn't even really talk about Randy Quaid or any of those guys, but so many funny moments, and it's just, it's just, it's just a classic. It really, really is. So it had to be on my list. I really struggled with where I was going to put it, but I got it at number three. So National Lampoon's Vacation. All right, we're almost there, guys. We're almost there. We're heading to number two, and before we get to you, kill. Uh, let's just see what these guys are saying in the chat. Gore is saying that song at Caddyshack from Kenny Loggins seems like it played constantly. It did. It <laughs> it, it, it really did. And, and I love Kenny Loggins, so it's okay. <laughs> and he's saying, Fletch. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and Fred's saying, there's a comedy horror movie I've seen called My Best Friend is a Vampire. It's about this nerdy teen who was seduced by a sexy female vampire. I remember that movie. That was a good yep. one. All right, Kelly. Let's get down to brass tacks. What is your number two comedy of the '80s decade? Look, I absolutely love this movie, and I love its sequel. And honestly, I don't know which one I like more because they both are hilarious. In my opinion, one of the best visual slapstick comedies ever crafted. My number two is The Great Airplane. Yes, it is. And look. <laughs> Knight knows this. We have watched this movie so many times. And I swear to you, I still pick out stuff to this day. Just little things in the background. Just little... Just just things that just shouldn't even be good. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Like, 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 I mean, just like even stuff like that. The inflated autopilot or co-pilot. And he's groping her. I mean, look. This movie is is very 80s, yes, hilarious. If you are a fan of visual slapstick humor, this movie has it in spades. And I mean, just, you know, and of course, y- y- your boy Leslie Nielsen is in this a- as well. No matter if his part is big or little, mm-hmm. he always leaves, a- leaves his footprint. Great yeah. movie, Airplane. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me. <laughs> don't call me Shirley. <laughs> I mean, you just, it was perfect delivery. Perfect delivery, man. Uh, <laughs> Biffer says, 
the jive talking grandma was hilarious <laughs> I, I, yeah. I speak jive <laughs> yeah barbara billingsley that's right yeah and brian said the same thing i speak jive <laughs> see that's what i'm saying guys that's how you know a movie has really been important and really made impact you know good one man good one all right coriander what do we have for your number two comedy of the 80s so this movie is funny and yeah all i can say is dink dink no. <laughs> space balls <laughs> that was good good for you girl nice. yeah so yeah what can i say yes yeah it's i love it it's funny yeah oh, man, i can't wait and, and and we will at some point do an episode uh on space balls and uh, i i can't wait for it man so many great moments right yeah so many i mean like 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 you've said too kill just so many legends john candy rick moranis mm. you know mel brooks i mean it's just crazy man good stuff man great choice yeah. all right let me catch up to the chat as i prepare for this um <laughs> Brian says the white zone is for loading. There is no unloading in the red zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right, guys. Let's let's get serious now. This was difficult, okay? Um, because these two movies are movies that I absolutely adore, and it was so difficult to choose one over the other because both of these movies are movies that I've watched so many times, and again, they just don't get old, and I love everyone in them but you got to pick somebody and for my number two i picked the legendary the great movie clue and look man people that have watched this channel people that know us you guys know what we think of this guy right here <laughs> a legend tim curry just a legend so many great scenes in this movie we had our episode on clue by the way if you have not seen it please check it out it was fun and hilarious talking about this movie specifically so many great moments and and everybody in the cast they were just on point it's a great movie it's a murder mystery so that also was a huge wonderful thing for me as far as watching it as a viewer um the set pieces the set design you know you get a creepy mansion I mean, how can you not love that? You know, it's just it's just a fantastic movie and everybody was great. And of course, you know, we always want to have a moment to talk about legends like Madeline Kahn, her flames speech, which was totally improvised. Um, just fantastic stuff. Uh, this is a great movie. If you have not seen Clue, you definitely need to see it. It is a great movie, a funny movie. Um, and a great murder mystery as well. Like that's the other thing. This was bleeding into that genre too. And it did it effortlessly. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, John Landis had a big hand in getting this movie together. He wasn't the director, but he was going to direct it, but he didn't. But anyways, again, shout out to John Landis. So that's my number two, Clue. All right, guys, this is it, man. This is the finale. We're going to number one. Kill, tell me what your number one comedy of the 80s is. Okay, so at the beginning of all this, I mentioned blending the old comedians with the new you mentioned night blending genres i got a movie for you that's a comedy it's a period piece and it's a gangster flick and action <laughs> my number one is the great harlem nights where you have three generations of funny ass men red fox then richard pryor and then the newbie eddie murphy this movie is amazing just to have those three legends yes. on the screen at one time yes you got you'll you'll entertain three generations of people yeah you know your granddad your dad and yourself i mean like because yeah. you've grown up listening to these guys records or mm -hmm. seeing eddie murphy raw or delirious and you put all that in there and then you have an ensemble cast arsenio hall is in it uh robin harris jasmine guy pretty much a who's who of comedic talent mm -hmm. at in the 80s i mean and just eddie murphy as you know the the main lead 
just so great so suave so smooth in this movie and man once again i I, i've said this time and time again so i'm sorry but this is another one of those movies if it's on i gotta stop and i gotta watch it because it has so much funny lines and just great action too Mm -hmm. harlem night my number one nice one nice one uh, we got Bipper saying my number one movie is Let It Ride, starring Richard Dreyfus. He gets a hot tip on a racehorse and wins big. Yeah, Richard Dreyfus is another great one. I love Richard Dreyfus. We got Triple Feature in the chat. What's up, man? How you doing? He's, he was saying there was no pressure on Killian for his number one. Gore saying never thought all the talent in one movie, not to mention Della Reese. Della Reese, yeah. You're, yeah. you're all right, Gore. You know what's up. That's yep. my man, Gore. You're all right. Uh, let's see. We got Ch- Let's Chop It Up, my man Prim. Saying, I agree. Great movies. What's up, man? What's up, man? Yeah. All right. So, Coriander, now the pressure is squarely on your shoulders. What <laughs> oh, is- <laughs> I like how you laugh it off. What is your number one comedy of the 80s? Airplane. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this movie was so funny. I love how it had like everything. You know, it, you had disco, and I'm a disco girl. I love that. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was great. Kareem, you had Kareem in this. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> there you uh, go. Yeah, good man. Call. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool, cool. All right, in the chat. Uh, triple feature jumping into this and my number one is naked gun nice yeah we Good, definitely yeah. i don't know if you've been here the whole time triple feature but uh, yeah we had Na- naked gun in our list too man it's a fantastic movie but when i think about the number one i mean this this was the movie that first jumped into my mind and uh, again it, i know it sounds like a broken record but it's true and i don't know about other people but when I think of my childhood and the connection I had with movies because of my family, my parents, my brother, it, it, it makes those those movies even more vivid. So I think about when I first saw it or I think about when I was talking about it with friends or whoever. This was a movie like that and I'll never forget watching it at home when it would be on TV. Fantastic movie. Everyone is good in it. We've all talked about this movie so far. There was no doubt in my mind, the number one movie, the number one comedy of the 80s is airplane look guys nice i'm just being real very good this movie is damn good and like you said kill i think you said it best probably the the greatest uh slapstick comedy film ever i mean it is the prototype it is the prototype and 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 it and it's tricky too because you can go overboard with it to the point where it's not funny but this movie had to me anyways just a great balance everything yes everybody in it again uh the here hero of the moment was leslie nielsen and just these little moments here and there every time he came into the cockpit i was just ready for something funny to be said and he does it with that deadpan face you know and it was just great so many moments um too many to talk about we will at some point do an episode on this on its own and spend the thorough amount of time this movie deserves but again, this is my number one pick. And I knew that was going to be my number one pick right off the bat. So, all right. Ah, I love that movie. Um, let's see. In the chat, Biffer is saying, my honorable mention, A Fish Called Wanda. Yes, that was mm. funny. That was a good one, man. Uh, Slasher Fred saying, The Blues Brothers. Of course. Of course. That was great. Uh, let's see. Gore saying, hey, can't forget Della. Come on. He shot off my pinky toe. <laughs> right? She whooped his ass. <laughs> right? Uh, Brian saying, Roger, Roger, what's your vector? Victor, over, over. <laughs> I mean, stuff like that was just so good. You know, it really was. All right, guys. Anyways, so that is our top 10 uh, of the 80s. We, we're glad you guys uh, hung out with us. We hope you enjoyed it. Please give the video a like, share it with people. That would really help support the channel. Um, and most importantly, and I know I say this a lot, but I'm going to keep saying it until we have 
more people do it, please leave us a comment in the comment section and let us know what your top picks are or your favorites or favorite moments or actors uh, in the 80s comedies. That would really also help the video a lot. So we will catch you guys later. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. Peace out, guys. Peace. Mm-hmm.